Hello everybody, welcome back to Beyond the Textbook. This is Aisha uh, at Elite Language Center with one of our great teachers, Rachel. Hello. And uh, Rachel's been with us a couple of years now, but I'm going to just uh, let Rachel introduce herself first. Tell us about yourself, where you're from, and so on. Well, hello guys. Uh, as she said, my name is Rachel. I am from the USA. I'm from the East Coast, if you're familiar with uh, American cities. I'm from near Washington, D.C., and I grew up in a small town, um, but I love big cities, so I enjoy living here in Malaysia, where we're coming to you from today. Okay, good, good. Um, so our topic today is, is watching television good for learning English? Okay, now this is a topic that, um, first of all, I think we need to define the boundaries of our topic because television's changed a lot just even in the last five years. So let's say, um, would we include, uh, actually, I'll tell you what we'll do first. I want you to tell me, Rachel, mm -hmm. what was television to you when you were, say, like a teenager? Sure. Uh, so television, we had cable and satellite dish became a thing when I was a teen. Uh, before that, it was just the local TV channels uh, and whatever was on TV, we had no choice over that. So we went home, but we knew there were different channels, different topics, um, some for children, some for the adults, some for the old folks. Um, and then once I got to high school, uh, we got the cable package. And so we had a couple hundred channels, um, various things. And we started watching more of that. My parents gave us more freedom to be able to do that after school. Um, because when I was young, the TVs, the TV channels weren't uh, that great. So we didn't spend a lot of time watching TV. Actually, when we were young, we spent a lot of our time uh, playing outdoors and doing more creative things. So, uh, yes, TV definitely has changed over the last 20 years. Yeah. And I know, um, I mean, even for myself, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm older than you. Um, I mean, TV where I grew up, which was in New Zealand, um, back, back in the early days, it was uh, only one channel. Then suddenly it sort of expanded to three channels. Um, but each of the three channels had the same thing. You would always have children's programs at three o'clock in the afternoon, because hmm. that's when school finished. Then you would always have uh, teenage ones sort of like from five to six. Then you would always have the news at six. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like eight or nine o'clock at night, you'd have like more adult dramas and so on. Basically all about how we live our life. The whole, hmm. the TV, uh, that the way the TV uh, programs were laid out was basically how we lived our lives. We didn't, in New Zealand at that time, we didn't have TV in the morning. So yeah. when TV started in the morning, that was huge. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, we, remember, I remember as a kid, you know, not wanting to, we're, uh, get a, when I got up in the morning, uh, we'd switch the TV on. And I'd think, um, okay, he's always looking wow. at me. Like, wherever I went in the room, this is the tip guy was telling the news at 8 o'clock wow, in the yeah. morning. He's always looking at me, hmm. no matter where I am. Anyway, that's the TVs uh, that we grew up with. Mm -hmm. But just in the last five years, it's changed. And I noticed nowadays, a lot of people don't subscribe to the big cable mm -hmm. networks anymore. Packages. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. more user, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's tailored to the people and what they want. You can choose what you want, when you want, especially Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. TV now isn't so much channels that you choose and you know what's going to come on and you, you get ready and you make sure that you're ready at seven o'clock to watch the newest, the latest 
news. Actually, now when you want to watch news, you just pull up the latest feed and you can watch it any longer. If you want to watch something entertaining, like you used to watch after the news, then you just choose something on Netflix and you can choose it when you want it, you can choose what you want it, and there's a lot more freedom yeah. than that now. So TV really has changed yeah, yeah, a lot these days. And I think, I think one of the things that used to define television to me was you would watch a program and then probably every 30 minutes or 20 minutes there would be an ad. Mm -hmm. I know on YouTube there's some channels that are a bit some some programs are a bit like that. Yeah. But you can and you have to sort of skip ad. Yeah, there's a thirty second ad or thirty second video yeah. or some kind of marketing yeah. before that as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it used to be even for us, we knew that in a one hour T V show we would have four commercial breaks. Yeah. And if you yeah. needed to use the toilet you you wait until the commercial the break time. and you would run and you would come back. And now it's like, oh, if you have to do something, you can just pause the TV or pause the video and then go. And so, yeah, uh, it's yeah, but much yeah, it's very much different now. These yeah, days. but I think um, the focus uh, is really, in terms of our topic, is about, um, let's say, um, television. The boundaries that we're going to make television to us today in our podcast will include. Um, some social media videos. Mm -hmm. It's really about anything that's accessible to us on a daily basis that is uh, using the English um, to give information to to have drama uh, to, to watch dramas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it looks any, any kind yeah. of video information. Any yeah, video. any kind of video information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's say that that's the parameter of, of what we're talking about. Sure. So um, there's a few things I know that it's always great to watch um, videos for, for people learning English. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us about perhaps one of the things, one of the real benefits you notice? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So I think one of the, the, the best reasons to watch TV uh, is because it's a visual thing. And so if you're listening to audios in class, you're only hearing half of the conversation. Um, so if you're watching a video, you're able to see um, people, people moving, you're able to see their body language, but you're able to see native speakers uh, using the grammar that you have learned. Uh, you're able to see them using it in a conversation. You're able to see them um, use it correctly uh, and chunking it together um, in a way. And so uh, it just, it's, it's real life. It's not simulated like a, a classroom or a textbook could be. Right. Um, it's much more natural. And so uh, it, it's difficult if you're living in a country and you're studying the language and that you're not able to really uh, use it much outside the class. Uh, TV is a great place to actually go do that where you're not going to have that conversation with other people. That's a different thing speaking, but you're able to see it used correctly. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to build on the skills that you're going to learn in the classroom. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I noticed too, it's a good chance uh, for people to see exactly what you're saying. They see it in use, but they also they see how people uh, sometimes change the language slightly when they're talking. For example, um, I know in the U.S. is a common phrase, "How you doing? Mm -hmm. How you doing? You know, and how you doing? 
or even how you been? How you been? been? Right? Yeah, yeah, the grammar is completely wrong. Totally wrong. Not in a textbook anywhere. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it shows that people over time, yeah, uh, we we shorten things and we change things, and we love playing with words. We love using things. We love telling jokes and. Yeah. making puns with these things. Yeah, you're right. We, you, when you're watching TV, it's, it's going to be something that is very functional, that you're not going to go see as technically yeah. in, a, in a grammar textbook or in a book. Yeah. Uh, you're able to see people do this, and so uh, you're able to learn more than you would in a classroom, actually. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also, um, if, if people are going to be watching, particularly like action, I know a lot of action films, um, there's a lot of slang being mm-hmm. used. I know there's American slang, there's British slang, there's New Zealand slang. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I know I've had students come to me the next day and say, hey, teacher, well, the guy on the, the action movie last night said this, da-da-da-da. What does it actually mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good chance to be exposed to other kinds of language that is still considered English but you might not be taught that in the actual yeah. classroom yeah and I think that's one of the one of the things about TV and using that for language is because the today's world very very much is so digital uh, and so many people are watching videos and, and sharing their own photos on Instagram and these things that uh, it it you're you're constantly exposed to other people's ideas and other things and so it's so much more global than it used to be, especially yeah. when, I, when I was younger, when my parents were younger, and so the kind of language and vocabulary that you heard was only from your region, That's true. from your country, and That's so now, true. Yeah. because it's so global, you're watching videos from people from other countries, and so you're hearing vocabulary and language that you wouldn't necessarily hear where you're from, and so you're able to learn that more quickly, you're, yeah. you're exposed to that more, yeah. uh, and so therefore... Um, the language that you can learn is a more rounded language, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. Understanding mm. for people's perspectives as well, it reflects cultures. Yeah. And how they use the slang to yeah. talk about things that they see, and it's a different perspective. And even I believe in the US, there's like East Coast slang, mm-hmm, and sure. then there's West Coast slang as well, yeah. right? It's yeah, slightly yeah. different. And I, and I know with some of the songs you, you mentioned um, to me about um, earlier on today, you uh-huh. mentioned something about. In the music, the, yeah, they, they use words yeah. that even I, I. It's if you don't stay on top of it, I don't know why. Yeah, it's, they change the meaning in words, and yeah. students ask me, "Teacher, what does this word mean?" And I'm like, "Well, in the dictionary, I know what it means, but in the context of uh, friendships, relationships, high school problems, life problems, boyfriend, girlfriend, love, and these things, I don't know what it means." And so, yeah, yeah. it's it's constantly changing so fast. Yeah. If you watch TV, if you're watching videos on YouTube you're going to see these things and you can learn them where you're not going to keep because they can't print books fast enough with to these keep things up with exactly yeah. so yeah uh, it's really a great way to do that yeah. yeah and also i believe um exactly just sort of like um going further than what you were saying before um you do get exposed to lots of different um languages if you like versions mm-hmm. of english and also different accents sure yeah uh, exactly yeah, for example i i follow people on my instagram that are not American. And so I am hearing uh, British or Australian and Western countries, English speaking people, but with different different countries, different cultures, different accents, I'm, I'm listening to them and watching their videos. And so even myself, I'm, I'm learning how uh, words are pronounce, pronounced and how they're s- spoken. And so as a teacher, even for me, that's beneficial for me to yeah. understand 
what is the difference? So this helps me when I'm teaching in my class. When a student comes to me and they say, teacher, what is this word? And they say this word with an accent that's unfamiliar to me. Then I realize, oh, they're actually saying a word that we know. Um, they're yes. speaking a word that I know, an English word, but it's I'm learning. So if I, as a teacher, stay in tune with the kinds of accents, I'm able to teach my students better. And so for sure, students can, can see that and they can see the difference. And, um, and that kind of together helps build fluency. Like when, when the students hear different accents or when you watch different videos, um, and they hear uh, the way words are put together, um, it helps them with their listening. Yeah, it helps them with different pronunciation. It helps mm. them to know what is correct. Um, and it helps them to really uh, just feel more confident when they're speaking um, that other people are going to understand them. Yeah, I think in particular alternative pronunciations is, is one thing, like exactly what you said, that... Mm -hmm. that um, um, for example, the way the Americans would say uh, uh, dance, mm -hmm. and British will say dance, mm -hmm. you know, that, that small subtle difference. Yeah, or the, the ER ending is very different across the ocean yeah. from Americans, or the yeah. T's, the famous American T, water, water. Water, uh, yeah, water. These kinds of things, yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah. yeah, so for sure, if students are watching TV, if you watch TV, you're going to hear these things and you're going to understand. Mm. If you hear this word isolated, only this word, as a, as a language learner, you're not going to understand it. But if you're watching TV and you see someone order a glass of water in a restaurant and you hear them say this word this way, then you're going to know what it means. Yes. And so TV yes. helps you with the visual yes. if there's an accent that you don't aren't familiar with or if there's a, a different mm. pronunciation. Yeah, uh, that you're not familiar with watching something, having a video with it, I yeah. think really will help. Yeah, um, help that those alternate pronunciations really stick in your mind. Yeah, well. and what about what do you think? Do you think subtitles are okay? Subtitles. That's yeah. a good question. Uh, <laughs> if well, someone's sitting back, they got their in, in in the Middle East. They've got their their favorite um, American sitcom or whatever, mm -hmm. and it's got um, Arabic subtitles that start with that. Do you think, yes. you think that's useful for okay, them at all? Yes, yeah, so subtitles can be a, a beneficial thing and they can be harmful in some way. So if you're watching um, a TV show or a video or something in a language that's not your native tongue and you're watching with subtitles in your language, um, there are good things because you're able to understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, you're able to keep up with it. You're able to hear all these things that we've talked about. You're able to see and hear native English being spoken. Um, but it's not necessarily going to, I don't think so at least. I'm not saying I'm a researcher on this, but I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be able to really expand your vocabulary or your grammar that much because even though you're going to be hearing it, you're going to be reading in something that's your language. So your brain is going to be constantly switching back and forth and it's not going to be able to make those connections on mm -hmm. their own. Mm -hmm. And so subtitles in your native tongue are fine if you're needing to be able to understand what's going on, if you're needing some information, if you're watching a show and your, your language skills aren't that great. Mm. Subtitles are fine. Uh, but as far as being a language learner, if yeah. you're wanting to learn a language audiovisually and watching a video in a native in a, in a foreign language, I think subtitles in your language aren't necessarily the best thing. I think yeah. to be able to put them, I think 
you need as many inputs. You need to listen. You need to see. You need to hear. You need to speak. All of these things together to to become fluent in a language. And so, if you're going to watch something to learn in English, uh, subtitles in the same language I think are yeah. better. Yeah. Because then you're able to hear and see at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, then you're able to hear the pronunciation and see it written and yeah. see the grammar structure and hear the intonation and the pronunciation, mm. all of it together. Yeah. And that way you're going to increase your skills faster that way. So yeah. subtitles are great. Yeah. If you're watching TV and you're not there necessarily to learn, mm. um, they're great to be able to have some audio input. Um, but if you're really wanting to increase your vocabulary, if you're really wanting to increase your grammar knowledge, then doing it in English with English subtitles mm. is going to be the best because then you're getting multiple inputs. Yeah. You're learning from yeah. uh, multiple uh, learning styles and uh, input systems. And so I think that's how they are. But so, so, so tell me, do, do you have Netflix? Do you use it? I do have Netflix. Okay. Do you find, it's a question. Okay. Do you find, because I notice a lot of things in Netflix are, maybe it's Netflix, or maybe I could be wrong, someone's going to correct me on this. Um, you get um, you get a, a TV program or you get a, you get a, a series of programs mm-hmm. um, are sometimes written with English subtitles. The person is speaking English in the program and there is English subtitles as well. Have you seen that? You may not have even noticed it. Oh, it, it, sometimes it's like like we call it closed captioning or something. It's like a it's just a thing that. So I notice I always end up reading the subtitles. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, okay, I actually I have a friend that I think about it. <laughs> she doesn't have the greatest hearing, and so yeah. when she watches Netflix, she'll watch TV. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't sit very close to your TV, so she sits across her living room. Yeah. And she yeah she watches TV in English as a native speaker yeah. with English subtitles. <laughs> and so when I go to her house, yes, now that you yeah, when yeah. I go to her house and we yeah. watch a movie, yeah. she always she says sorry I can't hear. Yeah. And so she puts on the subtitles. Yeah. And so yeah I. I read them and I watch them yeah. instead of watching the movie, even though I know what's happening. Now, now yeah. I have done this before, though. I've yeah. watched a British TV yes. show. Yes. And because I'm American, the British has a very much harsher pronunciation. And so I will put yeah. on the subtitles so I can understand a few words. Yeah. But yeah, I still watch them. I still yeah. read them when I'm yeah. watching Yeah, TV. yeah. I, I just find it a little bit... When my ears get a bit lazy, I just click into the subtitles oh. and... Uh, but anyway, that's that's subtitles. Um, so anyway, I think we've covered some ideas about watching yeah. television. I think I think we can agree that it's it's actually quite a good thing for sure. Um, and particularly these days when we have so much exposure to so much uh, English from around the world. Like you, I grew up with only one kind of English yeah, only, mm-hmm. um, and and so tuning into different accents was a bit was a bit tough. Um, so is there anything else you would like to say any closing comment about watching television to improve your English Uh, not so much about television but I want to say good luck to you (laughs) who are listening Uh, thank you for for listening and good luck to you who are learning and wanting to improve your 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 language skills I wish you all the best you are doing a great thing (laughs) to learn English you're changing your life basically yeah okay and thank you Rachel for talking to us today about this and um, hopefully we'll see you again soon inshallah okay (laughs) inshallah alright thank you okay thanks bye